Hey everybody, uh, apologies for the sound in this week's podcast. It's uh, I'm in a different house, uh, it's got different internet, so it's maybe breaking up a little bit more often, especially when Rob speaks, because uh, his internet is also not the best. And also, um, I'm in a different room, it's much smaller, there's like the acoustics are different, so I'm just getting used to that. So it might sound a bit weird, and I apologize for that, but hopefully it'll still be fine. So enjoy this week's podcast. Nonetheless. Yay! Good day. It's the Game Central Sunday. We always put out a high quality podcast on a Sunday, and that's a fact. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Yes, it's definitely Spider-Man week this week. With Spider-Man on the PS3 4. You could get Spider-Man on the PS3 if you want. You could. It, just, it would just be the crap of adventures was, of Spider-Man. It was mid days ago. Uh, Gareth, what's your favourite thing about Spider-Man? My favourite thing about Spider-Man uh, is his innocence. Yeah, he's a teenage boy. Ugh. That's, That's my favourite so thing. Great. Right, Danny, what is yours? <laughs> um, he's web-slinging capabilities. Oh, they are slung, aren't they? Gareth, would you rather have natural web fluid, which is emitted from your wrists, or would you prefer a manufactured web pellets that are shot from a wrist gadget? Uh, web pellets from a wrist gadget, because there's so much more you can do with that. Yeah. What about you, Dave? I'd probably say the opposite. Why is that? Uh, because cause then he's more like a superhero. He's not just a man in a suit and his gadgets, is he? Exactly. And he's, uh, It's a part of his, you know, capabilities as a superhero. But uh, what if the little hole thing got blocked or infected? Good point, actually. Yeah, what That's if you got a wart on the end of his wrist? Fucked, yeah. isn't he? You wouldn't be able to do that anymore. Yeah. Sorry, uh, you can't save the world. Got a wart. Exactly. But Dave, have you ever put on a Lycra costume and ran around London and spraying oh. fluid at criminals? No, not spraying fluid at criminals. No. no. Well, that's quite good. But today we start with the news. Hopefully some news has been done for us this week, Gareth. So. Uh, and then we'll go into your weekly music session. And finally, it'll be time to play the which is Triple H's entrance music, but also the new name of our gaming play uh just to give you a little bit of a tease um Ooh. i've been playing a game that's highly broken uh <laughs> and i've been getting on to konami about it again but they're not listening to me cheeky just guys it's just a bit of a tease guys it's a konami exactly. game which is broken and rob's angry about it you know hold your horses to find out what that would be it's <laughs> spider-man no listen <laughs> try and give me one game by konami in the last four years that hasn't been broken <laughs> No, that you're annoyed about. That's that that that's the key giveaway because you couldn't annoyed. give a shit about the other Konami games that have been broken. Granted, which has been I heard about Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Great game. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't that broken. That was a very good game. It was half finished. Uh, granted, <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah. It wasn't broken. The mechanics weren't broken. It and was that's just the thing. Finished. Gareth sticks up for it, but like, there's a mode where it goes. This is a 20% finished cutscene watch this and it would have explained how the game would have ended 
Yeah, there is actually a mode right at the end where it's just like, oh yeah, you see that last arc that we should have actually written and completed, yeah, exactly. put on the disc. Yeah, it would have been amazing. You would have been on a little independent jungle and you would have been fighting like a small liquid and it would have been yeah. amazing. But in, instead, here's here's this shit cutscene. So yeah. It would have been like watching the film at the cinema and then at the end they show you like a storyboard of what they would have wanted to happen. Yeah, no, 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 even better. Even better than that, a pre-rendered a yeah. pre-rendered like animated storyboard you I know like what I mean with none so of the special like, effects added yeah exactly just pre-rendered like you know visual effects and that's it yeah like Captain America running oh no Robert Downey Jr. just running around in that green light like, suit where yeah. they project all the graphics on because as we know films these days were use way too much green screen uh, we can argue about that later Thank but you. I think um, I think the more I don't know, to rub more salt in the wound, they then released Metal Gear Survive, which was just like, uh-huh. yeah, we're coming out with a new Metal Gear game. That's what they told yeah. you at the end of Phantom Pain. And everyone was like a bit more like lenient towards it because they're like, okay, then they've got a plan, you yeah. know. Yeah. They're going to finish it. And then they released Metal Gear Survive, which is they like... finished it in a different way. Fucking awful. Yeah. All right, so... Yeah, that's my with... little rant over. I can't wait to hear your rant later. Well, it's going to be a rant and a half. But before any of that, let's go to the news. News story number one. Konami has officially broken (laughs) Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 and ignores all of their fans on social media. So... I bought, like most people, on release day. Well, it was the day before release day because I got uh, I got it on the Thursday. It was supposed to come out on the Friday. Nice. And, Wait, um, did, did you just order it normally and that happened, or did you pay like the thirty pound extra to play it twenty four hours early that they do nowadays no, in some games? I didn't do that. Okay. Yeah. See, uh, if or, you buy on Amazon that... with Amazon Prime, they usually send it out and it comes like I once actually. What's the last game I physically bought? I don't. I know. think it was Red Dead Redemption One. No, it wasn't. It was Sherlock Holmes. No, because I didn't physically buy that game. I digitally downloaded that game. Okay, you couldn't. I'm wait. proud of my Sherlock Holmes fandom. Thank yeah. you very much. Okay, but it was not a physical disc in my hand. Okay, uh, I, yeah, I think it was the first Red Dead Redemption. I remember it came about three days early because they yeah. shipped it like super early to guarantee that it's going to get here. Um, so yeah, you can get lucky. I'll defo order from um, pre-order for Amazon because you're guaranteed to get your games early. And if you use promo you. code GameBanter1, <laughs> you can get Amazon Prime for 20% off. Fuck all happens, because no oh, one yeah. likes us. <laughs> Some people do. No, no. Um, no. So, basically what happens is me. Mm-hmm. You happen. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, I happened. but So I got this game, and what I do, because they've got no licenses in their game, I pay £10 to these guys, I get a little file given to me, and it updates all the kits. Absolutely fantastic, the work those guys do. It's not free. (sighs) It would be free, but I wanted it early, didn't I? You know what I'm like? To be fair, if I'm honest, it's it's worth paying the 10 quid for the developers, you know, for those independent people's time. For their time, yeah. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, you look on their Facebook page and it's like, when's it going to be fucking free? Expect me to pay, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, 
Yeah, because they spend hundreds of hours uploading yeah. and creating like, entire res kits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because this is their job. Like they've yeah. literally just they they spent countless hours just staring at football kits for like proper low league teams as well, proper yeah, like exactly. unknown teams. <laughs> like they probably probably have to fucking spend hours trying to you know program these high high res kits together, and then they're just like, oh, it's only a tenner. Fucking tenner. I want yeah. it now. And, let, and let's be honest, if it was us, we probably wouldn't even get past one pair of socks. No, that's very true. And these or, yeah, or Man United would just be red and white, and that's it. I'll be like, yeah, yeah it's like Man United, doesn't it? Do. That's a bit, a bit like it. Right, so I bought it, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I, was, I was like, this, this is a really good game. It plays fantastic flowing football. Konami, you've done it. You've done it. Well done. Because last year there was that whole defending problem, wasn't there? That was yeah, really exactly. Like, when they defended too high up the pitch. So, yeah, just uh, that massive space behind. Easy. Like the second game, the computer scored what we call a sweaty goal in the business, which is where a player will run down the line, cross it or pass it with their foot into the box and the striker shoots first time. Happened once, I was like, okay. Happen again. I was like, okay, well, these are annoying goals. They're known to be annoying goals, but it's happened again. It happened about seven, eight, nine times in nine games. And it just got so frustrating. I went onto Twitter and funnily enough, I wasn't the only person to have noticed this. Um, obviously, I, I activated my Twitter account again. Yep. Just to complain. Uh, which is yearly, what? Now? Just to complain. Well, well, my own. Uh, yeah. Share it out so everyone can read your yeah. angry tweets. We want to follow you. Well, November of last year, I was really angry. Um, I said that I enjoyed the new psychic cyborg keepers. This is uh, this is sarcastic, by the way. So if anyone thinks, "Well, psychic cyborg keepers sounds great," what's he going on about? And I was going losing a lot of players. I definitely will not buy in this day one again, but I did. Uh, fixed the game <laughs> audience have been very vocal regarding the issues that need to be fixed socks answers such as thanks for raising the issue are not acceptable um, I've tweeted many times and been totally ignored so that was me last year getting really angry I really had something stuck in my craw until the moment I put <laughs> FIFA, uh, Pro Evo's been traded uh, I bet that made Konami feel like shit um, <laughs> in their fucking faces so, well, it seems an issue everywhere. I think they're just obsessed with my club. Surprised you have not learned the mistakes from last year. Fans buy a pro as they know football. They know how the sport is played. When you have niggling flaws, we notice them. AI in Master League is terrible when all teams attack running down the wing and passing into the box. And then it's just been ages just saying to Konami, you need to please fix the AI and talk to us people. And then I've just been liking everyone's tweets. So that's what I've been doing. So don't go out and buy it. All they do on their Pro Evolution Soccer Twitter page is go on about, oh, my club. What have you done in my club this week? What players have you got on my club? Um, and that's basically their their way of uh, ultimately. Maybe in the issue, yeah. So, so can I ask a question, Rob, as a newbie? I'd love that. Um, so... This goal that you're saying the computer keeps going for, is it annoying because yeah. it's like a guaranteed way to score in Pro Evo games, or is it just annoying because it's all they ever do and there's no diversity? Well, they do it, I'd say, 7 out of 10 uh, ways. And as a p- person that plays football, 
you need the AI to suspend belief that you're playing against AI. Right. So it's like they play along with the game. We're all there. It's the same with any game you play. If it's Modern Warfare or Call of Duty or Battlefield, everyone's got a role to play to make it seem as realistic as possible. If all the uh, enemies stood there and just looked at you and didn't fire a shot, it would spoil that illusion of what you're trying to achieve in your game. And by them doing that, it's a niggling flaw that kind of takes away any sense of realism or any immersion that you can get because you almost expect it to happen. And when it does, you're like, oh, that again. That's fantastic. Okay. That was sarcasm as well. (laughs) So that's it. Don't talk about it, Dave. No, I was just can I just just cause, like just to reiterate Gareth's point is that I've seen YouTube videos where like a a, a striker is clear on goal one on one with the keeper would pass yeah. it to the right wing into yeah. open space wait until the winger got to the you know the corner flag pretty much to pass it back into the box yeah. before he scored yeah you know as okay. if to go well you should have just shot. So yeah, like Matt said, it kind of takes yeah. it kind of takes all the realism out of the game to be like, well, that's a that's a computer decision, isn't it? Rather than a human decision, which obviously all games yeah. are computer decisions. But like Rob just rightfully said, it takes away from the illusion. So therefore, it's just irritating. It's not the fact that you're losing by the cheap goals. It's just because there seems to be better options on the pitch or more quote unquote realistic. Um, options on the pitch in which the computer refuses to take because it's so rigid in its strategy <laughs> that it will. Konami have to be so possible. careful now, surely. Like with the Metal Gear franchise going downhill, I think Pro Evo is the only profitable one they've got left. And something so silly, like stupid, could literally mm-hmm. just cause lots of people to just jump ship to FIFA. Which looks absolutely incredible this year, by the way, and especially with their Champions League licenses. And I have, whatnot. yeah, I've played a demo of FIFA, and they, and I, I feel like they're going to patch the one, like the one-time effect on the on the, the on the kicks on like the long shots. Have you? Oh, have you, you mean where it? they drive it? Yeah, where it's, it's like so a driven shot, and it comes yeah. up like um. So they used to have it in NHL games where if you take a one-timer with like a professional or like a shooting um, attribute player, then you would get like this bar. And if you hit it within like the green, then it's pretty much an unstoppable shot. It's going in. Yeah. But they've put that on every player. Because I said yeah. to um, my mate, it was just like, is it is it just the strikers like Ronaldo and say really good midfielders like Cruz? And he said, no, literally everyone. He said, so if you, like, take a defender, take him past the halfway line, do one of these, like, timed, you know, rocket shots, yeah, and you get it in the green, then it's at least going to challenge the goalkeeper. It's it's not going to be a guaranteed, like, goal, but it will at least challenge the goalkeeper enough that he would, like, bat it out into a box for a second-chance goal or put it towards a corner. Well, he said so. They, so he says it sounds. It, it feels a bit broken. So I said, like, hopefully they patch it. So at least it's at least it's harder to do. Because my mate said after about three games, he said he got it down to like a T, and he could like hit the green every single time and just score like forty yard wonder goals with like Messi. And he it's said called it, hitting the uh, sweet spot. Um, yeah. You know, when you see it in match of the day, 
where someone just hits the ball so cleanly that it just rifles into the top corner. Yeah. And you're right, you can't have that happen in every two That's what he said. shots. He said, actually, it's, it's, it's less about, like, say, career mode, but he said it's more about, say, ultimate team and he plays ultimate team, but we play pro clubs together. And yeah. he said that it will just completely destroy pro, pro clubs, that are, like, completely. Because yeah. as a, as like a convention of all the pro clubs games, is that you always start with crap AI pros to yeah. begin with. So an AI goalkeeper against like a a handmade pro even though that he's only like say 80 rating he would just do just screaming goals from like 80 yards and it would take away all like the playability of the game everyone would just want to get the ball so that yeah. they scream it in from 40 yards and that's it so they're just and then like, they can make their montages yeah it's exactly. like dubstep and stuff when they score so all i'm saying is is that like i've i've, I've heard only positive things so far about fifa 19 very um, lovely game but hopefully they just patch. All, all, all I mean is, yeah, like keep keep the sweet spot stuff in. Just make yeah. it harder to achieve, like because there seems to be no there seems to be no variable that makes it more difficult. Like if yeah, well, that's if the a, demo that was used in E3. So yeah, that's it. So know, like it's... if a if a defender's pressuring you, it's not harder. If you're sprinting, it's not harder. If you're running yeah. slow, it's not harder. If there's someone in front of you, it's not harder. He said, like, you know, it's pretty much just a guaranteed top bin shot. Well, just turn and... it off like me and don't say top bin because I hate that because that's yeah. what the YouTubers say. Yeah, always. Oh, I apologise for that. All right. Um, but, yeah, so I'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, news story number two today. Spider-Man goes down as the best superhero <laughs> game ever made, which is absolutely fantastic. The only people... I heard someone hyperventilating there. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, only... wait, 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 wait. I just want to check with Gareth. Gareth, are these verified stories or are these all from uh, Rob's mind? Uh, Rob Rob must have different sources to me. Uh, I've yeah, not seen these stories. Checking, you know, it just seems a bit biased. Hmm. Um, it's not biased, actually. It is actually the best superhero game ever made. And... <laughs> Ever. I want to congratulate um, the guys over at Free Radical Thank who you. didn't develop it, but I want to give them a bit of a shout out. Uh, Insomniac Games, well done. I've got the game here. Look at that, you can hear it. Even sounds quality. Um, <laughs> no, no, seriously, listen to that. That is a cane case. Right, now, listen. Not only is it the best superhero game, even if it didn't have Spider-Man, it'd be a fantastic game. Yeah, Before Bob, Spider-Man Bob. came out, right? Rob, is this going to like interject into the what have you been playing? I just don't want to give the like, spoiler. No, not at all. Okay, yeah, carry well, on. I might not like it, so I'm not really spoiling anything, am I? <laughs> no, He's I'm, just I'm, relaying I'm, the facts here, Dave. Yeah, this it's just news. a factual news. None of this is opinion-based. No, carry it's on. news. Just because there's games that people say, oh, this is the greatest game ever made. I don't necessarily agree. Yeah, but the point. fact that Spider-Man is the best superhero game ever made, <laughs> fact, that's not my opinion. Um, I went back to their previous games, such as um, Sunset Overdrive, and I didn't like the game oh, when wow. it first came out because it was so wacky and quirky and fucking... Oh, yeah, look Unbearable. at me. Girl. Yeah, and I've, I'm wearing like my hair in pigtails, I'm wearing headphones, everyone's swearing, it just didn't come together very well. But <clears throat> it seems that since they've got their something to focus on, a character, a law, they've managed to really focus everything brilliantly. And that's not my opinion. That is fact. Mm. Um, a lot of people I've seen buying PS4s just for this game. 
Um, and it seems that the only people that don't like it are the ones that haven't got PlayStation 4s. So it's a lot easier to cry if uh, you can't play it. So um, our <coughs> yeah. next news story today, Xbox One has been literally buried. Um, <laughs> I am not a PS4 fanboy. I never have been. Uh, I was Xbox 360 all through last last uh, generation. But you've got to say, guys, can either of you argue that Spider-Man was the final nail in the coffin? I don't know. See, this is it. Is that, um... No, hang on. Why? Hang on. What do you mean you don't know? Well, Go on, you just... well, yeah, let me explain then. Fucking hell. <laughs> like, I'm saying is that to say that it's a... In regards to um, exclusives, I agree with you. Like Xbox Brilliant. can't really do anything. Um, but I don't think, I don't think the console is dead. I don't think there's no point in having it. Um, okay, what's the point? Okay, oh, oh daddy, can you buy get... me a PS4 and Xbox One, please? <laughs> I would see. My argument was going to be yeah that the online capabilities are still much better, but they're not because PlayStation oh. has got their act together and the online capabilities of PlayStation. <laughs> you know, listen to this, you dirty bastard. Keep talking. No, I'm saying is that it's just. Go on. Yeah. Quick. I was that I, I'm not going to sell my Xbox and buy a PlayStation. You should. Um, so you I'm not going to go to one console. But I understand the, the, the attraction has always... And I, I, I said this about two years ago on this podcast, that the attraction of getting a PlayStation 4 was high back then. Like, just the likes of the Uncharted series and the, you know... Um, I've forgotten the name. I had right, it in my let's head. go, let's go. Give me right. the other one. This, this is what we're talking. I don't, I don't care anymore. Right. Let me tell you something. Look, Sea of Thieves, right? Player yeah, Unknown Battlegrounds. No, I, I can't fucking argue um, with them. Forza Motorsport 7. Cuphead. That's on PC, so that's not even an exclusive. Gears of War 4. Halo it's... 5 Guardians. Forza Horizon 3. Sunset Overdrive. Ori and the Blind Forest. Quantum Break. State of Decay 2. Right. What do they all have in common? They're all also on PC. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they are not available on PS4. Right? Uh-huh. What do these games have in common? Gran Turismo Sport. Until Dawn. Yakuza 6. Nino no Kuni 2. Street Fighter 5. Detroit Become Human. The Last Guardian. Uncharted So Street 4. Fighter 5 is not available on Xbox? Nope. No. Oh, shit. Bloodborne, Spider-Man, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War. Oh my God! Persona. Think about it. I mean, only four of the games you just said for PlayStation were actually good, though, right? Sorry. (laughs) Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, Spider-Man, Lost Guardian. Those are the only four good games you said, though, right? Oh, no, yeah, I'd but... say Nino Cooney's on that list. Would you? Persona 5. Have you played and Until Persona Dawn 5. either? I've watched a playthrough of Until Dawn. So, yeah. yes. It's a great <laughs> yeah, game. felt like it, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. And Bloodborne, you dirty bastard. How can you, you say that's what? not good? Do you know what? what? See, like, I was going to be on the fence and be like, look, a an, an exclusive or a game does not necessarily make the console. Okay. What? What a now, because... to say. No, 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 listen. <laughs> 
Because I was saying is that in my experience of playing games, it's the community in which I've built. Oh, God, here it goes. No, listen, so it's the friends group. It's all about you, isn't it? it. <laughs> oh, Microsoft should win the console war because of the community that I have no. built. No, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about me personally when I'm buying the console. So an Xbox, I've always had Xbox Live, and so therefore... I have a lot of friends that I play with and I socialize on Xbox Live. But like I said recently, I've become quite tired and quite fed up playing online games. And I've just wanted a single-player, story-led experience. And yeah, you're right, I've gone... This is it. I've gone onto the Xbox store and I've gone like, you know, just to browse. What would you offer me? And I'm yeah. just like, oh, nothing much. I'm now excited for Red Dead 2, obviously, because it's Red Dead yeah. 2. Okay. But I'm just like, I was yeah. tempted to get Far Cry 5. Okay, yeah. despite the fact it's a good game, but it's, it's, it's just Far Cry, isn't it? There's nothing yeah. there's nothing next level about it. But now you've just read out that list. If I bought a PlayStation 4, I'd have God of War, Until Dawn, Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn? Have I, yeah. Are they both two separate games? If it was at the no, end they both exist in the same universe. It's just <laughs> robotic dinosaurs don't show up in Until Dawn. <laughs> okay, thank God. Yeah. But you know, Spider Man, you know, then I've got all like the PS3 classics, to, like, you know, so the Uncharted. You've got like all those games, all those single yeah. player games that I can experience. And I was just yes. like, you know what? You're right. Unless unless Xbox brings something significant to like, the not. game path, which they won't, No. then I can't see, um, I can't see myself keeping the xbox for well I'll, this is it i'd probably buy a playstation and play that more often and keep the xbox for just online gameplay you probably for like will. cooperative that's like, it the thing is right now in a in a current game i don't know how you can call say you're a real fan of games right mm. and not own both consoles because i feel it's like ridiculous I'm that you're not I'm getting I feel these like games I'm out of the loop. does that yeah. make sense I feel like, like you said, I, I, I hear all these experiences. Like, you play God of War, um, and everyone's going, like, it's amazing. And I was like, yeah, it looks amazing, actually. And it feels like I'm missing out. Like, even my best mate, who's got a PlayStation 4, he hasn't been on Xbox for about two and a half weeks because of Spider-Man. Yeah. He's like, no, I just don't want to play PUBG. I don't want to play online competitive because I'm so engulfed in Spider-Man. And I said, yeah. that's what I'm missing. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it it sounds like to have... me, Dave, that you go on more for the social side than you do the actual game. For the past couple of years, it has been that. Yeah. Because I feel like I sad, haven't had actually. time to play games. Yeah. But now that's I've kind sad. of got into this like equilibrium in my life where you sit there and go, work-life balance is back. So you sit there and yeah. go, you know what, I could. I could spend a couple of hours on a Saturday in golf in a game. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. That's the thing. So that's the new oh, story. Well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna quickly Google and see how much a PlayStation Four is. <laughs> You're gonna go, go for on, a Pro. Oh yeah, I gotta get a PlayStation Pro. Like if I'm gonna get a, uh, if I'm gonna upgrade to 4K, I might as well just start now. Oh, yeah. And this we, is the annoying we are thing. professionals, Dave. We can't, we can't have some yeah. normie PlayStations. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking. Gareth, what about you? You sit there with your long hair, going, Oh, but does it have great? Um... Does it play League of Legends? Um, <laughs> while your hair's getting caught up in your mouth. And you can't speak. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like airball. And <laughs> yeah. Do, um, does the PS4, are you even twitching? Yeah. 
I'll get a PS4 probably uh, this year. Good. Like Black, Black Friday's one. a few months away. Um, here he goes again. What's it got to do with race? No. It's <laughs> the thing. Okay. Is that what you call it? Does the PlayStation 4 Pro come in some anything smaller than a terabyte console? No. Why do you want it hit smaller? You... No, I'm just double checking. Because, that's not the thing know. that's going to demand the price, though, is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it changes drastically because I don't save a lot of games. Like, what? I don't, you know, so. What do you mean you don't save a lot? You don't no, play I'm a lot of games, that's why. Yeah, but once you've got all your games, you're going to want to keep them on there so you can flip yeah. between them. Stop checking. That's what I'm asking. Right, if I, if I can answer the question, Rob, yeah, without sorry, this Dave sorry, just jumping in. He goes on, doesn't he? Oh, it's because I'm shopping now. Yeah, he's shopping. <laughs> he's <laughs> looking for deals. That's his, yeah. his bread and butter. Well, that's called the other ear, isn't it? Um, I'm, back in, I'm back in. Anyway, yeah. I'll get a uh, PS4. And I will yeah. eagerly await The Last of Us 2. And while I'm waiting for that, I'll dip into God of War and I'll probably dip into Spider-Man. Um, but by and large, I'm not that fussed apart from The Last of Us 2. What is it about The Last of Us 2 that's got you so happy? But The Last of Us 1 was a masterpiece Just and I have to play the sequel. But have you played the Uncharted games? No. See, that's that's what's weird for me. Why? Is that you could play a game from the same developer, but you just complete... Yeah. No. I'm saying they're not the same experience, but they're the same quality. They're still genre-defining and fantastic works of art. Well, I never owned a PS3. I rented The Last of Us and played it on my ex-girlfriend's dad's PS3 when he was asleep. I used to go oh, mate, out of been her... awkward. Yeah, I used yeah, to go no, out of her bedroom. Because like... I know how it goes. <laughs> You knocked on the door. She went, what do you want? He offered you something. You Whoa, had please! <laughs> you went over to your ex-girlfriend's house. Because she was your ex-girlfriend at the time as well. No, she wasn't. You knocked on the door. <laughs> okay, she go said, on. Gareth, what are you doing here? We're not even together anymore. You said, I just... Gareth, no. You barge past her. Where's your dad? He's asleep. I don't mind. I've bought my own headphones. You go up there. You try not to wake him. You open the door very quietly. She's looking at you. She's whispering, Gareth, no, no. You just shake your head and you walk in there. You sit, legs crossed in front of the TV and plug your headphones in. And you spend the rest of the night playing the last of us and you sneak out and you go home and you sleep throughout the day and you repeat that until you've completed the game am i right like i said it's a masterpiece yes it is <laughs> and that's absolutely brilliant uh oh, i bet you took over a sandwich in some foil no it wouldn't be in foil it'd be too quite... noisy yeah yeah too noisy. i reckon you just had a sandwich in your pocket and it would just be like mush by the time you went to eat it. And you'd pull it out and it'd have like hair and stuff like that on it. But you didn't care because it's a masterpiece. <laughs> and when her dad would stir, you'd kind of jump a little bit. Um, but yeah, any way you can. I remember I borrowed my friend's PlayStation 3 to play the original Uncharted because that's the way I am. Like If I know there's a great game out there, I have to play it. Beg, steal or borrow. I haven't stolen anything yet. So... <laughs> But I would do, but yeah. So, PlayStation Four beats Xbox One, 
Officially. I, can't, I can't even argue that, you know. You can't. But you're going to try? No, I'm not. No. Because this is it, like I just said. I was about to say, like, actually, the games that I've played on Xbox in the past couple of... Uh, I didn't even say the past year has been mediocre at best. And the experiences that I was excited for that Xbox offered, a.k.a. Sea of Thieves, just <laughs> fell flat. <laughs> just fell flat. Saying. They're releasing... That's what I'm saying, like, you know... And I don't know why, like, I've, I think I've got this ingrained loyalty within me where you sit there and go, you know what, I think I should at least say that, you know, it's not the console's fault. But then I just realised that these are like multi-billion pound conglomerates. Yeah. You sit there and go, oh, fuck it. No, they've done shit. Okay, I play it because my friends are on the Xbox. If, if I took that away, so take that variable away, would I still play the Xbox? No. Well, let's say you were just a, a guy in a room on your own, uh, no friends, a bit like me. You just had the Xbox, no internet connect. Well, you knew, you had an internet connection, but not enough to, you know, fucking just enough be to watch porn. Yeah, not yeah. enough to yeah. be competitive. I was lagging like shit. You would beg yourself for a, a PS4. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that is it. That's what I was just like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like take take my friend's outfit, take all the you know social side away from the Xbox. Uh, what does the PlayStation offer me? More. What does the Xbox offer me? Nothing, really. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it, really. So um, for those wondering, the difference between a Pro and a standard PlayStation 4 console is about a hundred quid. So I'll probably save and get the Pro. Yeah. Hmm. So it's three hundred quid for a Pro, about. 210 for a good special... They've got so many special editions on the PlayStation 4. I'm just literally scrolling through how many fucking special edition consoles they've got. There we go. <laughs> so, uh, Gareth, what are we looking like for news as well? Have you got any news stories? Uh, i got a handful. I've been sort of removing... <laughs> I've been removing stories the longer we talked about the three news stories that you brought uh, to There the were podcast. two, actually. So Was there? Yeah. There was Spider-Man's the best game ever made. Yeah, fact. And then there was... the best superhero game. PlayStation 4 is better than the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, and then, obviously, um, Pro Evo sucks shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a good job we don't have a a segment specifically dedicated to the console war that we do every week. It's a good job (laughs) we can just stick it into the news, uh, (laughs) take up valuable time in that segment. Okay, first news story. Henry Cavill. Oh, fourth. Fourth news story. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Henri Cavill will yeah. lead Netflix's <laughs> The Witcher TV series. And he's also quit being Superman to do it. Is that. Are they linked, do you reckon? He said just The Witcher and therefore says fuck off Superman. <laughs> yeah, in DC Comics, uh, The Witcher kills Superman. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, takes over his body. And shaves his moustache off. Which is nice. Didn't they do it? Exactly. It's crazy. But, you know, uh, when this originally came out, uh, people would say, oh, a Netflix original. I don't think I respected Netflix originals as I did back then. Because this was quite Mm. a way back, wasn't it? When they said something about The Witcher. Uh, But now Netflix originals have really come on. So I think it's quite exciting, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um... Yeah, like you said, I've like you said, like Netflix doesn't really carry a, a like a positivity band next to it when it says Netflix originals. It's, it, it can be hit and miss. 
Uh, I felt like a lot of their animated series are actually more hit than miss, but then a lot of their movies are just shocking. Um, so, but yeah, recently. Gareth, um, did you like the movie Bright? I have not seen it. Oh, yes, that's it's, surprising, isn't it? It's still on my watch list, I'll be honest, Rob. Yeah. I might watch it one day. But I, will, yeah. I think I will try watching this uh, Witcher TV series. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be something that I'll enjoy. I like Henry Cavill. Yeah. He's a fucking massive nerd. Is he, though? Yeah. Or is he just he is. at Comic-Con? <laughs> yeah, he is. I think he's a genuine nerd. Yeah, he has played all three Witcher games and read all the Witcher books. And apparently... From his lips, um, he nearly missed out on the role of Superman because he was in a World of Warcraft raid when they rung him to tell him he got the part. Oh, <laughs> come on! Do we believe this? Yeah. God, why why is it hard for you to? Why is it hard for you believe, to believe? Yeah, that someone who wishes to play a superhero <laughs> is a nerd. <laughs> I say, because, why? Why is that something so far away from the truth? Just because he's an actor and just because he's rich does not mean that he can't like the same things as you. Uh, because the whole point in a, a hero like Peter Parker or whatever being a nerd is that it doesn't happen. You don't expect them to be the the guy like, oh, I'm just going down the gym. Carry on this instant, Gareth, because he's probably playing with Gareth, wouldn't he? You know what Gareth's like with what he's doing. He's like, oh, I'm just down the gym or to go to another audition. You can't just, just play World of Warcraft. Just because he's ripped does not mean he can't be a nerd. Or play World, play World of Warcraft. Warcraft and be ripped. Yes, he can. It's a f- when he's it's grinding, he can just do sit-ups, mate. No. And that's what he does. He does sit-up and presses the keyboard, and then he does another one, presses another keyboard, and he just keeps going. That's why he's so tonk. If you go to the gym, you have to sacrifice Warcraft. If you go play Warcraft, you have to sacrifice the gym. Okay. Know, he he's just coming now, out thing. Go to the gym. I was really playing that Mario game <laughs> the other day on the Sega Nintendo. I'm a real nerd. I like Deadpool. Isn't he funny? <laughs> oh, I remember the X-Men fighting Superman when I was younger, playing World of Warcraft. It's good. It's well, a good impression. We'll see. It's That's a great impression. It's not, yeah, literally it's English. almost. Uh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He's British. Yeah. He's British. Um, so, Time Splitters. Any Time Splitters fans on the podcast? Yes. Just a I bit. I love Time Splitters. Right, Literally, I'd waste my childhood playing and just rinsing bots on Time Splitters 2 and Future Perfect. It's poor Dave's friends come along that he plays <laughs> online with now. Yeah, well, true? you might be happy to know then, Dave, that uh, Studio has bought the rights to Time Splitters. A Studio or Studio. Uh, Deep Silver, who make Dead Island and Metro, Ooh. they bought the rights to Time Splitters games, or to re-release, uh, you know, HD versions. Who knows? I hope so. But it seems yeah, but like if you buy be... the names, you own the games as well, or do you just own the right to name your game Time Splitters? I'm not uh, a lawyer, Rob. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, mate. I thought you were a gaming lawyer. <laughs> I thought that was your area. That's your remix. I just I know they can re-release like they can release remasters of Time Splitters One and Two now if they want, or they can well, make a new one. It was GoldenEye originally. Uh, they some of them were rare, and then they split up, and some of them formed Free Radical that yep. made Time Splitters. Then they went on to 
don't know if it's Pandemic or one of those studios, but I think some of them are doing the Star Wars games now, Battlefront 3A. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Sounds vaguely familiar. I think that's the line of what happened. But um, that Time Splitters 2 is absolutely fantastic, even to this day. It's fast, fluid. The maps are crazy. It was just, I, I think, I think it was the GoldenEye well. for my generation. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Even though GoldenEye was the GoldenEye of my generation. <laughs> yeah, but my... then you had you were forced to play it on the N64 broken controller. So, you yeah. Know, when, you, when someone pretty much said to you, do you want to play GoldenEye but on DualShocks? And everyone was like, yes. Yeah. And there, there it was, done. Perfect darks better oh. than GoldenEye. Just going to say oh. that. That's probably oh. in a, a controversial opinion. I'm Do you mean Perfect so. Dark Zero on the Xbox 360? <laughs> no, I don't. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I think that's... Do you mean GoldenEye Rogue Agent on the PS2? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Who literally had the golden eye. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. It took it quite literally. That Pretty was good. typical EA when they were at their worst. <laughs> yeah, and he's got like a golden eye. Yeah, and you can see different <laughs> things through it and analyse the environment. Yeah, that's typical. Yeah, a lot of good but, accents from you today, Rob. Thank you. Cool. I've got a lot of accents going on today. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, next up. Next Thursday night, uh, about eleven o'clock over here in the UK. Nintendo did a direct. Oh yes. And yes. they announced some things which I found to be quite exciting. You would do. So I'm just going to uh, go down they the things they had to prone it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah because of a hurricane. Not a hurricane. Yeah, is there a list coming? What happened? I, I don't want to. I don't want to say there's not a list coming. Okay. No, I'm oh, just excited no. for the list. That's what I'm saying. But well, I'm going to say things that happened on this. Um, Nintendo oh, yes. Direct in an order in a, in a linear order yeah linearly <laughs> quote them from a screen uh, with very little context in between each I'm a bit of a Absolutely. Nintendo fan now because of my son so I can kind of give you feedback from the mind of a five year old okay. rather than the normal nine year old that I give okay. <laughs> okay good Yeah. okay so as a five year old Rob how do you feel about Settlers of Catan Pandemic and other board games, such as Carcassonne and Munchkin, coming to the Nintendo Switch. Well, me and Jack, usually my five-year-old son, we usually play Carcassonne, um, the board game. So oh, it'd be good go. to have it on the Switch. Um, it's very... Um, but does any... You play board games, don't you, Gareth? I've been known to dabble, yes. Yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> Fuck you. Isn't it, though? Like, in this day and age, to go, oh, get the board game out. And yeah. I've seen these arseholes, these pubs, mm-hmm. and arseholes sitting around drinking craft beer and playing like snakes and ladders and stuff. And there's like a <laughs> pile of board games in the corner. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm so with you. Okay. you. Don't go to the pub to play board games. You go there to get drunk and have sex. <laughs> a woman's not going to go, oh, look at that guy over the corner. And you can have sex in a pub, Dave. That can guy you... in the corner playing snakes and ladders, he hasn't lost once. What? Yeah, if he wins, then he's in. Yeah. yeah what do you think Fantastic. the snake is, mate? Yeah, I suppose it is a bit saucy, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy IX, and Final Fantasy X all coming to Switch, but not Final Fantasy VIII for, for unknown yeah. reasons. 
I was about to say, well, they got seven at least. And yeah. are they the um, they're the standard remakes, aren't they? What or does the... that mean? I yeah, mean, what that, does that mean, though? No, no, hang on, hang on. There's a Final Fantasy HD remake coming out, isn't there? Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not the remake you know I mean? of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I'd laugh the... if it was, and they, the Switch was the only one that got it. That'd be amazing. <laughs> when it comes out in 2033. <laughs> <What> a... <laughs> when I heard fucking Final Fantasy fourteen, I was like, yes, I can play that now on my commute. And it was like the stupid version with the stupid fucking... Little faces, man, look at me, like, like that. Do you know what I mean? That's not why. I That's don't even know. Game. I don't know so what bad. you're talking about, but great. There's a version of Final Fantasy 15. You know the cool version that I play, right? With, like the the guy is like Noctis and all that. Sure? The one that's not completed, right? That game. There's another one, but it's like made with cutesy graphics. It was released on the oh, iPad. And is stuff it like chibi? That. Yeah, Chibi. Oh, it's like, great. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you now. Yeah, I yeah. know what you mean. Sounds good. Just no. Um, Nintendo Switch Online will have 20 classic NES games, and they've announced 10 of them, I believe. Would you like to hear a list of the 10 within this list of more things? Oh, wow. oh, yes, Go please. On. Give us a list. All your favourites are in this list. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. Yeah. Excite Bike. Yeah, I actually know that one. There you go. Uh, Tech Mobile, which I believe is the uh, American football game. Uh, Yoshi. Double Dragon. Yeah. Yo- Yo- just Yoshi. Just Yoshi. That's all it says. Uh, oh. Gradius, which is a game. River City Ransom. And then Ice Hockey. Baseball. And Pro Wrestling. <laughs> I don't. I don't get like... I know it's nice and it's whatnot, but you can get so many of these games on your phone. Like today, for example, I was masturbating. No, this was yesterday. This is technology. They all run together, I understand. I was masturbating and I thought to myself, I hate playing my Game Boy Advance games on my phone. And then I thought... It's a weird, on, really weird thought to come through your head. Anyway, carry on. I don't masturbate because I want to, Dave. I masturbate because I need to masturbate every day. It, I don't really think about sex while oh, I'm doing okay. it. I just think yeah. about what I need to do and things like that. It's inconvenient, if anything. So I bought like this adapter that goes on my PS4 controller that holds hmm. my phone in place so oh, yeah. I can play my Game Boy Advance games or NES games using my PS4 controller. Really nice. Nice. Shut up, Nintendo. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a special edition of the Switch coming out that is Super Smash Brothers themed. That's the one Gareth's getting. I've already got one, so I can't really... No, it you doesn't matter. You're still going to buy it, though, aren't you? I can't just buy that. Although I have pre-ordered the special edition of uh, Super Smash Brothers. That doesn't so For the special me. boys. Yep, because I'm a special boy. <laughs> the ones that go in the bus. Just one button needed. Nintendo also announced a new character for Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, this is not. This is actually a shock, to be fair, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's Isabel from Animal Crossing. Yeah, remember Isabel from Animal Crossing? Oh, yeah, she's well violent. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Um, but interestingly, they also announced a sort of second afterthought 
Animal Crossing for Switch is coming out next year. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Why? Yeah, they did. Right they after did. they announced her as the special character, they showed Tom Nook alone in his office, and it's directed in a way that you think, is he about to shoot himself in the head because he's depressed? <laughs> but then he turns yeah, to the camera and he's like, also, new Animal Crossing coming out next year. I don't think it happened because there was a lot of people tweeting and stuff like that that they were upset that there was no Animal Crossing announced. Are you sure this wasn't just in your head that you just turned no, around? No, no, I heard this as well. Are you sure? I yeah, I heard it. hundred percent sure. I've oh, read I about it. it. 3DS and it lowered my testosterone, so I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, From the sounds of things, Bob, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah okay, is, I think you but... need it lowered. Then you'll only have to masturbate once every three days. And stuff like that, mate. Oh. Whatever. Animal Crossing's great. Screw you, Rob. I just don't get the. Um... See, no, you know, Smash Bros. is a fighting game. And oh, but... cheers, Dave. No, no, what uh, I'm saying is... that is... news or is that to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying this year is that like, out of out of the wealth of characters that they can put into this game, mm-hmm. okay, they just go, you know what? Isabel, a dog-like character from Animal Crossing. Let's put her in a fighting game. Yeah, let's what do that. Wrong. Amazing. It just it just feels absolutely out of place and pointless. It feels like they're just trolling people now. Is it because she's a woman, <laughs> Dave? Oh, no, dogs. <laughs> oh, dogs shouldn't be in fighting games. That's what Dave always says to me. Always. There's, I mean, there's already a dog in Smash Bros, so he can't. Wait, what Fox McCloud? Oh shit! You're right. So Fox and what? So there's actually three <laughs> dogs already in Smash Bros. Three dogs. Is Fox a dog Bros. or a fox? I think foxes are dogs, but dogs aren't foxes. No, but they've got wolves. Wolves, Wolf is in it, isn't he? Yeah, and there's... uh, And then wolves are also dogs, technically. And a dog from Duck Hunt. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, and a dog from Duck Hunt's in it as well. There's a couple dogs. I just don't get, like, you know, out of... It feels like when they always do these Nintendo Directs and they're like, oh, it's going to be Smash Bros news. And everyone's like, it's going to be a new character. And they're just trolling people now. I'm surprised they didn't, didn't yeah, release. Oh, the new fight is going to be the, the the box from Metal Gear Solid, not not Snake or is. like or like Liquid. It's going to be the box. Yeah, but who else would you announce, Dave? There's 74 characters in there. Yeah, I just no. I, well, me personally, I don't care. What uh, you? If I'm honest. Um, <laughs> Dave want... Ellery joins the battle. <laughs> yeah, he'll just talk you to death and tell you about his friends. And yeah. his final smash is all his friends come just, just from Xbox Live and beat you up. Yeah, they smash you out oh, oh. on the telly. He's <laughs> like, fucking go play on you. Like yeah, that Jodie Foster film, The Accused, <laughs> on the pinball table. Oh my God. That'd be dark. I just feel like there are, more, there are more... Um, I don't know. There's more characters from the Nintendo world, as it there were. There is. That would that would suit a fighting game. Who? Okay, this is it, man. I'm not. <laughs> this is it, man. Come on. Man. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and bore uh, people and try to fucking. You are. No, we no. just want to know one person. I'm not gonna do this. Who? Hmm? I'm probably Who gonna say Waluigi, well, right? That's what I'm saying. He's probably already in it somewhere. He is. Okay. He's an yeah. assist trophy. This is it. Like if 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 he became a 
legit fighter character. I reckon it would just save. It just feels like they're rubbing people's nose in it because everyone just goes, "All right, Waluigi can't get into it into Smash because yeah. like, there's 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 better characters in the roster." And they announce Isabel. Yeah, but yeah. it's that Japanese humour, isn't it, where they think they're being funny, yeah, but they're, they're actually pissing yeah. you off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the low crossing, bugging <laughs> pro Evo. They probably thought, oh, this will be funny. Just play a joke. Oh, God. Right, come on, guys, because it's getting late and I need to eat mum dinner. All right. Uh, City Skylines is available on the Nintendo Switch right now. Nice. Yeah, for like £35. Well, it's a good game. So it's... Is it a good game, though? It is. It's it's kind of a new Sim City, not worth thirty five pounds. It was probably worth half that on a good yeah. day, but uh, it'd be a good game for a commute because you're just making a city over an extended period of time whilst travelling through a city. Oh, there you go. It was weird, right? The other day, Friday, I was on the tube and I was playing my uh, Switch, and I was playing Skyrim because I just got that, mm-hmm. um, and then this guy sat next to me and he had the same switch and he was playing Skyrim as well. It's the first time it ever happened. It was really weird and odd and everyone was like looking at me and him. Is this some sort of skit? Are we in the yeah, middle of a YouTube weird. skit? Is he gonna like yeah, it looked off? like that, yeah. yeah. Like everyone was like, oh, is this some sort of advertisement? Oh, are these guys YouTubers? Are they going to yeah. do a prank? But yeah, it was really weird. They're going to start really... fighting with switches. Yeah, you don't really see that many out there no, in the don't. wild. Uh, no, so don't. to have one that's... Because mine's black as well. I don't want those childish colours anywhere near me. <laughs> Grow up. Right, sorry, Gareth. <laughs> it's all right, mate. Uh, Pokemon Team's next game is a monster RPG called Town. Why don't you just call them their real name, Gareth, not Pokemon Game Boy Team? Rose. I mean, they're called what Pokemon they called? Team. Pokemon Team. No, they're called Game Freak. Game Freak? No, Game Freak they? is the company that owns Pokemon Team. Nintendo owned Game Freak, I believe. So why is it developed by Game Freak? What? I don't know. It's, all, <laughs> it's just Japanese humour, isn't it? We don't really get it. It's just they've got their There's own humour. Yeah. Okay. Classic NES controllers coming to the Switch, but they will only work with uh, NES games. <laughs> <laughs> that is classic Nintendo. Yeah. And they don't even fit on the console properly. They just stick out. You need an adapter. Yeah. <laughs> you need like a fucking short lead adapter for it as well. Are they wireless? No. Why don't they be wireless? Shut the fuck up. Here's the lead. And Mate, then, by the way, the, <laughs> the adapter also is going to be, uh, what's the name, 40 quid. <laughs> and it doesn't come with a controller. <laughs> no. And then you've got to buy the buttons separately. So that's just <laughs> Japanese humour, isn't it? It's funny. But it doesn't even fit on the Switch. When they put it on, it just looks awkward. Yeah, a little bit. Um, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe is coming to Switch. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Excited about that? No, not really. Uh, okay, they're great. becoming the Apple of the game industry, I think. I genuinely believe that. Because, in a good way well it's good it was good but now it's getting kind of like oh I wonder what you're going to do next are you going to release SNES games and then get a special SNES controller oh yeah you are <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh okay. Right, okay cool yeah 
I look forward to them bringing out N64 games. You get an N64 controller, and kids, yeah. yes, you have a Switch, will just look at it and just not even know how to process no. the Lovecraftian and then, nightmare. And then you that put is the one N64 on each, each side of the screen. Yeah, they'll be like, "Where's my, where's my third hand when it come from?" I don't oh, understand. So good. It. If it was like the, you know, the way they clip onto the sides, Rob. Currently, yeah. If there was one of them also that clips onto the bottom, so it's like a giant one, you can't even reach. Yeah. That would be so good. And then you could have like a SNES control on one side and a NES control the other, <laughs> an N64 one at the bottom, and then like some sort of hologram. I don't know. Like a, a second screen invented. up top, like a DS. You have to buy yeah, a second switch DS games. just to clip yeah. onto it. And it folds all into this like conglomerate sandwich. And you're just like, what is this console oh, turned into? He could call it the conglomerate sandwich. That sounds like a great game console. The CS. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Good. Good stuff. I love it. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World is coming uh, spring 2019. Yeah, uh, no one likes Yoshi, so that's fine. No, no one cares. Uh, Mario Tennis Aces getting an update that will add four new characters. Mm. Oh, I've heard that's actually an extremely addictive game. Cool. In a positive way, not a negative like cocaine way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, you know. Uh, cloud saves. They're coming to the, the Nintendo Switch. Cloud saves. I love the way they go on like it's new. Like, yeah, I was like, cloud saves is coming to the console. Well done, it's 2018. Yeah. yeah. You know, anything you buy is cloud saves now. Yeah. Um, but they're acting like you just said, Rob, like it's brand new and like they're fucking pioneers. Yeah, like, they, 15 they years. come within charge. <laughs> 15 years' time, Nintendo's next console will be like, we're really embracing streaming in this one. Yeah. Be like, oh, for God's sake. We've got a Blu ray disc in this one. <laughs> um, they're stupid cartridges. <laughs> oh, come on. Katamari Damacy is rolling onto Switch. That is a lovely game. They're the sort of games that I'd like to say, come here, son. This is a game I used to play. It's really nice. You know that sort yeah. of game? Mm. Yeah. Experience. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Thank me Very later. nice games. Uh, Bowser's Inside Story and Kirby's Epic Yarn both come to hey, 3DS. Gareth, Hello. Not being racist, okay. but would you be able to do a little Katamari Damacy song for your little music part? The one that goes, hang a hotel, home, run the producer, run the bar. Right, yeah, I'm just going to put that into Google and see what the song's actually called. Um, you know, I'm sure Shaz- Shazam will pick it up. If yeah. you can find the name of the song, Rob, then yes. Before tomorrow, then yes. Uh, final story in this list of list is Luigi's Mansion 3. Ooh. Is also uh, coming out on Switch at some point in the future. Oh, happy days! And they're also re-releasing the um, the 3DS Luigi's Mansion. Nice. So there you go. That's yeah, exciting time for Switch users, Um, which I am not. They they released a surprising amount of information at this thing that made me like, yeah, I'm glad I own a Switch. Good for me for buying a Switch. Yeah, see. I wish Xbox did that. I wish Xbox <laughs> did a fucking, uh, you know, an announcement to say, we're not actually, we're, you know those live ser- services that we promised? Yeah, we're going to ditch them all because we're not dickheads. And, um... This one. That's the only song anyone ever knows from Katamari. Right then, do this one then, you hipster. I can't hear it very well. Thank you. Well, you're not supposed to. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to your Switch-owning capabilities. Thanks, mate. Thank you. And all the exciting news that's coming your way, and you can get excited about cool games and great stuff. Mate, Switch stuck is in. really cheap. You could easily own a Switch. No, at the minute, yeah, I'm going to have to remortgage my house to fucking change up my whole gaming system <laughs> because I feel like I've made a great Yeah, game. Like you've got the worst console out of all three of them. Quite literally, it feels like I'm missing everything. You are. <laughs> because I am. <laughs> it's yeah. not even like a joke. <sighs> and on that note, we'll move on. Hello everybody, this week's video game music segment, hosted by me, Gareth. Uh, honestly, not that much to say here. Rob just requested a song, it's a very good song, and I'm going to play the song. The song is... Uh, shit, I just had it in my brain. Don't edit this, just find it. Katamari on the rocks, <laughs> from the soundtrack to Katamari Damacy.
fantastic song gareth what made you choose that specifically on today of all days uh you requested it thank you that's very very (laughs) nice of you so without further ado it's time to make like triple h and play the game time to play the game time to play the game (laughs) just so i know in the podcast where to insert it do you remember this one? Uh, this one. I do. Yeah. That was before. Uh, <laughs> Triple H. Shit. It's a good song. It's not shit, but shit. It's. Let's be honest. They're saying shit. Shit. Like you dropped a plate onto your foot. It's like, <laughs> shit! Shit! <laughs> Alright, so it's not that one, Derek. It's uh, time to play the game. Mm hmm. Play the game. Mm. Or this one. We could do that one. <laughs> right, so I this week I have really wanted to play Divinity 2 original sin. Right, I forgot about that. <laughs> because I just think it seems like such a great game. Mm. Um, it's been getting great reviews everywhere, and it's the mm-hmm. type of game I'm really scared of um, of getting. 
you know, it's uh, it looks very scary, Gareth. Have you played it? I have not. I have the first Divinity Original Sin, but I haven't played yeah. it. Yeah, but I really want to play it. Okay, Alright, just a little heads up there. Just, yeah, uh, an unrelated... I didn't know... I didn't know like if you call out to yeah, any, 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 any people out there who might have a code that you can play. Yeah, play. like if the people who made the game would mm. get in touch with us and tell us we could have codes Reach for the game. Because um, yeah. it's not a sort of game I'd buy. No. But it's I think, a game that you want to play. I think they should give it away for free to get a, um, get a, a following. Because mm. no one's going to drop £50 on a game like that that you know nothing about. You know, I think I would like it. Like, yeah. I played Final Fantasy and all that for the first time. Just needs a little bit of a push forward. I think but us I'm requesting be... copies from them would tell them that we're interested and want to portray it on the podcast in maybe a positive way. Maybe. It's just bad publicity, isn't it? <laughs> they were probably doing something illegal at the time. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and they stumbled across our podcast. And they yep. were like, oh, I That's the only way you can stumble anymore. across our podcast. Yeah, it's only available on the shit. dark web. <laughs> um, it's exclusive to dark web members only. I have a few links at the end there. Um, so, what have I been playing this week? What have you been playing, uh, Rob? Yes, it's got map reveals. Yes, it's got can you sort of take over this tower so you can see what you want to do. Yes, it's got side missions coming out of its arsehole. But I tell you what, the way you Far get Cry to those, Five is a what? Uh, that's what I'm saying, Gareth. Because <laughs> at one point I'll slag off Far Cry Five and say, "Oh, these towers are so boring, man. Get a life." But with the same in the same breath, I'll say, "Oh, it's in one of the best superhero games ever." And you'll say, "Rob, double standards." And I'll say, "No," because the way in which I can catch a pigeon in Spider-Man is a lot more fun than it would be shooting a pigeon down in Far Cry 5. Um, mm. Spider-Man, the new game, has absolutely nailed the feeling of being Spider-Man. Before any of the story was implemented, before any of the graphics were polished, I like to think they spent a lot of the time from day one, how does Spider-Man move? Because you get that right, you're onto a winner, basically. So they um, failed then, is what you're saying? No, I'm saying they've done very, very well. And this could be, or it definitely ranks upon up there with the likes of uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. Are there any other superhero games that sort of inhabit that top tier with Spider-Man and Batman Arkham Asylum? For me, Arkham Knight is better than Asylum. It's a personal taste thing. It's bigger, well, there's just, more to it. We just say the Arkham games because you know no because the, the Arkham games after that got a bit up their own ass. Arkham City oh, still felt a bit a bit like you're the one that was slacking off Arkham Knight no no the Arkham City Arkham Knight's the third one with the Batmobile no yeah, fourth one sorry that's the best one no, I, did I say no, Knight when Arkham I meant City you said Knight thank you what? I was going to yeah. say that was your controversial opinion wasn't it you called that one a mile off I did call that one a mile off but no Arkham City is yeah. for me better than Asylum yeah, they mm. took what was Asylum. And they increased the size in every way they could, increased the scope, you know, the reach of the story and all the side quests and stuff. I just find it way better of a game, personally. And that's what I'm saying. Mm. Spider-Man hits that point. Yeah, I honestly can't. Away. 
generally can't actually think of another superhero game. No, because they don't come around often. So, no. yeah, Spider-Man, okay, people might be getting a bit excited. It's not one of the best games ever made. It's one of the best superhero games ever made, and that's a difference. That's yeah. like saying, oh, that's the nicest smelling piece of shit. Do you know I what I mean? Today. Yeah, they, they <laughs> never smell nice, but it smells nicer than the other pieces of shit. So it's nice to just have another superhero game that totally encompasses Spider-Man in the way that, as Gareth says, Batman Arkham City encompasses everything that is Batman. It's the ultimate Batman game. It's the fan game for Batman players. It's not one of these ones that were just thrown out overnight by a developer, which we had to put up with. Mm. It was. Oh, this game coming out. Batman uh, Begins is coming out. We better get a tie-in game. Oh, Superman's coming out. We better get a tie-in game. That doesn't happen anymore. It's no. more often than not. Okay, well, there's a big game. There's a big uh, film coming out. The Spider-Man's getting rebooted with Homecoming. Tell you what, let's not worry so much about the license or rushing out to meet that. Let's ride the crest. And I think they give gamers a lot more respect when it comes to that. The fact that they're not stupid and they don't need the game to come out on the same day that it hits cinemas for them yeah. to enjoy it. It's a game that is coming out and these games they they tend to exist around hype or popularity and which is why it's good to not see a game like Dead a Deadpool game being rushed out to meet the Deadpool hype. Because if you release a game and it's shit, it will be a shit game. But let's say two years down the line someone releases a fantastic Deadpool game. It's still a fantastic Deadpool game. Mm. And I think that's where the mentality of developers has changed a lot. Um, and it should be commended because it adds that extra time because there were so many games that you thought, oh, it's okay, but if it had a bit more time, it could have been even better. And we've got so many shit superhero games, like the Iron Man games. I don't know if you ever played them on the Xbox 360. Awful. God, awful. Superman on the Xbox 360. Bad. You know, Arkham Asylum was the first time when it was like, no, this isn't anything to do with movies. This takes most of its lore from the comics. And it's for uh, an audience that has grown up now. You know, they're in their 30s. They know their stuff. And they're not going to be able to be... They're not going to be happy with just going around, you know, playing a rendition of the movie, which they've just seen with movie-like graphics. Um, I quite like The Punisher in that sense on the original Xbox. It was on PS2 as well. Fantastic game, voiced by Thomas Jane, who was in the film, but had nothing really to do with the film and took its leads from the comics. So that's always fantastic um, because you play a lot of the games around that time and they're very much of that time, especially the PS2 era where you had like the Lord of the Rings games. They're yeah. so tightly interwoven within the game's plot that they are as of the game. They don't stand on their own um, as original concepts. So that's where Spider-Man kind of takes its lead. Um, if it wasn't so strong with the gameplay, it would probably fall apart. But the fact that web slinging is so fun, and I'm still not bored of it, even though I've been playing it for about 15 hours, um, the, it, it's just brilliant. The combat, as Gareth said, is heavily inspired by um, the Arkham games. But I just think that that is a perfect combat system. Um, it's I- the same... Where it's easy give, you a bit of a nerd fat? give me a nerd fat. 
um, the the Arkham Knight style of fighting was actually originally conceived in the Spider-Man 2 Xbox game. So the um, the one button fighting or like the trio button fighting style with the you know counter style. Well, I'll have Spidey to go back sense. and have a look at that. Dave. Was in uh, was in Spider-Man 2. Um, okay. So yeah. So if so anything, um, Batman borrowed from Spider-Man 2, made it better, and then Spider-Man borrowed it again. <laughs> and it's arguably better, Gareth, okay? Um, it's just, instead of... Wow, look at that, Excel. Well, that's a sigh, that's a sigh. That is a sigh. It, it, it irritates me a lot. Why? Because why would Spider-Man fight like Batman? But he he doesn't fight with the same. He doesn't fight like that. It doesn't give you. It doesn't give you the same connection, the same power. He's very light to control, very fast, he, and he, you're swinging all around. If if you're seeing someone where it looks like Batman, they're not playing it properly, because you can literally interact with the environment, web it. You can use webs in your combos, all sorts of different ones. And like I say, it's just a uh, a fighting mechanic you have to fill whilst playing it you can't watch it because it doesn't really do it justice I feel like there, it's the feeling there shouldn't be a fighting mechanic in a Spider-Man game that's my issue is the character Spider-Man is not a fighter yeah I get you he, there, he avoids then, combat because he's a, so, a child who okay. can murder somebody with a you know a t- tap of his finger if he wanted yeah but then imagine that as a game Gov. So I'm Spider-Man, and my sole purpose is to stop the Kingpin by doing what? Hacking into his console and... Oh, look, I've just stopped your Enterprise because it's on the dark... It's now on, on the, the web. dark web. That, yeah. no, it's, That's it's how Spider-Man web. works. If you want to make yeah, a game know, that isn't I'm, that, don't I'm make a Spider-Man a, game. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that in a comic book and in a in a in uh, like an animated series, that that's enough because it's about the characters. When it comes to a game... You need to have an action part of it, rather than a chase sequence. It needs to be a fighting part of it, okay? And this is a Spider-Man, if I'm right, Rob. Like he yeah. starts off in his like mid, early to mid twenties. Yeah, I mean he's, so he's quit not the a Daily kid Bugle. And... He's he's yeah, working like, as he's, a scientist. He's done all that. He's become and now more he violent. Is fully in the like crime fighting, as it were, <clears> inverted <throat> comment, you know, like lifestyle. That's his dedication. So he's in more control. Rather than like an early stage Spider Man who, like you said, could flick someone and break their arm. Like he's got control of his powers, he's got control of his fighting style that he can he can branch out and take on more responsibility. I think so it takes more than... cues from the animated series though, like the nineties one, which mm. was a bit more combat focused. Um because that's that's the era, that's the people that it's aimed at, because this is a sixteen plus game as well. It's it's not it's not for you know the younger generation, even though they probably will play it. Cause you know what they're like. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I know Spider-Man isn't a fighter, but when it comes to people being mugged on the streets, um, I think he will get his hands a bit dirty. And you know yeah. he's still powerful. We can uppercut someone up into the air. Don't don't get me started on like air combos where he can magically oh. keep himself in the air through magic. Well, it's like. It's like imagine a, a Superman game where Superman went around and he was like comboing people. It's like yeah, no, yeah. he he would knock every person he ever came into contact with out in one punch. Yeah, so would Spider Man. Spider Man can lift a car above his head easily. 
He pulls every oh. punch he throws because if he didn't, he would punch the front of your face out of the back and across the road. Like he's and that would be oh, insanely strong. Like yeah. Spider Man should be knocking everyone out in one hit or webbing them to the floor with a webbing that can't be broken because it has the strength of steel. Spider Man yeah. shouldn't have fights where you're comboing. He should knock everyone out in one punch or web him to the floor or to the wall and that's the end of the fight like it annoys it's the only reason to make Spider-Man fight like Batman does in the Arkham games is laziness and it really annoys me what because they can't work out a different way of using him yeah they already had this combat system that's worked in Batman it's worked in that Lord of the Rings and game Spider-Man 2 yeah the it's original like, Spider-Man where this, it originated this fucking <laughs> combat system it's just it's just lazy to insert in a game. Yeah, it works. But then, well, the Superman game, for instance, because he's invincible, rather than having it, you have a life bar. Metropolis had a life bar. So, and it was it was a shit game, but it was a novel idea. Yeah. And it's just things like that working around these superheroes' powers. And um, but I mean that's an argument for another day because it's getting late and I need <laughs> my curry, don't I? Yeah. <clears throat> Other that's your Spider-Man. that's your saying. Everyone knows that is yeah. your your catchphrase. My cat, my snatch phrase. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, I've been playing much. To be fair, oh, okay. played the Forza yeah, Horizon Four demo. Love it. Thank you, Forza Horizon. That uh, that's the UK one. Yeah, the one set in the UK. Cool. Mm, cool. Um, I'll probably go next because. <sighs> I'm like highly annoyed, as you can Good. probably tell, um, <laughs> due to the fact that I'm bored with playing games. Um, saying that though, I've had a little bit, like finally games, like eventually with the Xbox, they give you like an inkling, like a games with gold, where you sit there and just go, you know what, that's not shit. Yeah. Um, high praise. my rant. Yeah, exactly. High praise. Thank you. Because usually like games with gold, where they sit there and just go, oh yeah, we give you. So like, we give you four games a month, okay, for free because you're subscribed to Xbox Live. And you sit there and go, yeah, that's great. And you get something like fucking Lego Star Wars. Yeah. And you just go, that's not, that's not good because I can go to CEX and if it's now backwards compatible, I can get that if it wasn't free for two quid. So Are you talking tell- about Onrush, Dave? <laughs> what? Onrush. That was added to games. Pass. Yeah. That yeah. was... That was on, yeah. But you know what I mean. Like you sit there and go, they they quote to say, "Oh, we've um we've given away 140 pounds worth of games this month." And you go, "Well, no. When they were brand new, they were 140 yeah. worth of games. Now it's about 12 pounds worth of games that you've given me." Yeah. Um. Again, sound like a spoiled brat, but you sit there and go, "They're just shit games. They're not like they're not even like good old games. They're just bad games." Um. But now, like the gym come out. Now, first of all. The gem that came out that I'm playing this week is um, Prison Architect. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's like an indie style, originally PC, but now they've released an Xbox version. And I watched it on a couple of YouTubers did it. It took my interest, but then again, I never really... It was it was a bit too expensive on PC for what it was offering. I think it was about 20 quid when I was looking at it. And I was just like, I don't think I want to spend 20 quid on a game which pretty much is a, like, a prison prison building simulator um how wrong i was it's worth 20 quid uh if i'm perfectly honest like they they start off with um so it is you are a prison architect 
they give you like the same like roller coaster tycoon esque story um, modes um, to play through. But what I wasn't expecting is that within these tutorial story modes, there's a genuine like link between each scenario. So you have like this overarching story of like these gang bosses and like these uh, criminals, and you follow them through like as you build different parts of this prison. Um, you learn why they're in prison. You learn that some people were actually innocent and framed. You learn like you know like different backstories of people. And although they seem like quite cliched, if I were just to explain them to you and maybe spoil them, they're like they just add that little extra bit to this simulator, which I just wasn't expecting, and also really enjoyed. So I'm I'm a bit hooked. Um, and also the mechanics are just seamless. Like they're just so. It's like as a usually from a PC port to an Xbox or a console port. Like the mapping on the controller is freaking awful half the time. Um, but this one really thought out, really easy to use. Like you can quickly navigate the menus, build the stuff that you want to build, really plan it in depth if you wish. Or you just build it and they give you like quick start kits and things like that. Now, if you plan it and you build it, then you save money because you're more efficient and therefore that benefits you later down the line. Or if you just want to quick build it, um, say, say for example, we had a... Hey, oh, guys, well, guys. Hang on, just one. getting angry with me. Oh, She's I your just, wife, uh, mate. Yeah, yeah that, that one. Uh, <laughs> I'll be quick. I'll be quick. Um... You know, your canteen burns down, which means your prisoners are now starving, okay? Which means that I've got to quick build a canteen, etc. Anyway, I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you're, into, if you're into that sort of stuff, go, do it. Um, my second rant, now Rob's gone, um, is mainly I'm playing PUBG again. It's now got its official release on Xbox One. Oh, yeah, One. it came out. It's, cam- it's come out now, okay? Nice. Now, Gareth, what yes. do you expect when a game comes out? Do you expect there to be bugs? Do you expect there, especially a game that has been in beta for about 18 months? <laughs> I <laughs> it mean, feels like that long. You know, there's always okay. going to be minor, small, tiny, insignificant bugs yeah. in any game. Minor, small, tiny, insignificant bugs. Yeah. Okay, and that's what I expect. Okay, actual games where human players have not rendered into my game. <laughs> okay. Well, at least it's not a multiplayer game. Otherwise, that would be really, really exactly. inconvenient. That'd be shit. Yeah, yeah that would be really shit and inconvenient, isn't it? Yeah, genuinely, I've, I've played about three games now with a squad of people who are screaming at me to be like, why are you not covering us? And I'm just like, I can't see you. <laughs> I, I literally can't see you. So I'm running around looting all of this stuff, just going, God, these these really busy buildings are fucking empty. Where Where is everyone? I can hear everyone on the comms like screaming and shouting. I can hear bullets going off like right next to me, like guns firing. And I'm just like, there's no one around. And then I die. <laughs> what? And then when I die, everything renders in. And I've literally stood in the middle of like this this squad-on-squad battle. Everyone's killing each other, but no one's rendered on my Xbox. What exactly is happening there? Is it your internet connection? No, your no, console? no. no. So this is it. This is it. So it's a console issue. I've, okay. I've looked online, and I found out that this is... And this is what annoys me most, is that I've got the original Xbox One. So my player friends either have the Xbox One X or the S. Right. So they've got slightly upgraded processing power, as it were. Right. Okay? Now... You can say that, you know, describe the graphical quality of PUBG. 
I mean, it's not the best looking game you've ever seen. Let's put it's it that exactly way. Exactly high quality is it it's no. not exactly like you know you know groundbreaking 3d graphics is it it's pretty standard unity based graphics yeah, bare bones yeah you know bare bones stuff which is exactly what it is now what annoys me is that how unbelievably lazy has it been that you can't be bothered to optimize the loading so that it can run it's not like the Xbox One is a shit console it's not like it you know it hasn't got processing power yeah like it's got a it's got it's, you know it's a, it's equivalent to like a at least a three year old gaming PC but you sit there and go for a gaming console um, you know for a game that doesn't actually look like it requires that much graphical power why does it take so long to load and render stuff in now I thought it was internet connection, so I've just I've I've now got an Ethernet connection nice. straight to my router, which has sped things up. I've got a dedicated so my hard drive is clean and <laughs> I've only got a I, I no joke, I've got I ha, I had a spare portable hard drive. So I've got a portable hard drive that only has PUBG on it, and I've got a portable hard drive that has my other games on it. So if we're playing PUBG, I literally plug in. So the only thing that my Xbox is rendering and loading is PUBG. Okay. And I still have rendering issues. And I said it just comes down to optimization. Is that if if the, if the production company can't be bothered to optimize the you know graphical content and how it loads so that the Xbox can render for all, then it's just laziness. And I just said, like, for a game that's been in beta for so long, and, you know, they they advertised DLC and fucking loot boxes before they released it. And you sit there and go, you released the game, and they, like, they made a big deal out of it. Finally, it's here. And it felt like the exact same fucking game. <laughs> like, it didn't feel marked better from the beta that I was playing not for, like four or five months ago yeah. I was like nothing's changed you just added more content to it you haven't optimised it you haven't corrected the bugs like people still fall through the maps we've still like driving on motorcycles and suddenly a rock spawns and we crash into it <laughs> like you know little things like that which are game breaking especially in a survival based battle royale game mm-hmm. um, that being said the new mini royale I love I prefer it to the larger maps. Okay. Um, still, you know, because each game lasts 25 minutes maximum. Right. So I don't spend 25 minutes on a large battle royale map looting to then just get headshotted or run over by a truck and then just get peed off, you know. <laughs> the smaller map for, like, our, say, three-hour gaming session, if we have it in an evening, like that, that's what, you know that's how we play it and that's what you know I feel like the game has improved but I'm just saying is that like come on guys like you released the game like if Fortnite with its graphical quality loads on my Xbox One quicker than yours then you've got no excuses it just yeah. comes down to optimization. that's all it is so like, is, is it happening in every single game or is it like the first game you play say, in a night is no, shit and I then would, it's loaded this everything is it. see you know, I would say out of seven games, well, out of ten games, at least three, four of them are like dead from the get-go right. because nothing's rendered, like you know, and or something's broken. 
Now, one of my players said to me, like, why does it take you so long to loot? And I said, because I run into buildings sometimes and there's no floor. So I have to wait in the building for the floor to load. And I can actually see it, like, rendering in, if that makes sense. So it's like the game is literally building the floor below me, rendering in the wood graphics, rendering in the carpet. Then it renders all the loot. And it doesn't let me pick up the loot until it renders all of the, like, other furniture etc that's in the building and then it lets me pick up all the loot and I said like that could take 30 seconds yeah. like no joke which is like game breaking yeah, and I said that's it like, and, I, and like it's, it's, it's come to the point where other people loot for me and then spit shit out as we're running <laughs> and they're like here's a gun here's the attachments here's a scope because I've literally not had time to sit in a house and wait for it to render um and I said like that's it and then other games like you just said I might play a really shit game where it takes days to render and then I just and then the next game I join the lobby with 90 seconds to go before the game starts so I said it's just so hit and miss and it's got nothing to do with internet connection it's got nothing to do with like processing power it's just got everything to do with optimization. I just feel like for a game especially since you're asking them to pay like retail price like 35 quid for this game I said it's just not, it's not hitting the standards, really. Yeah. Well, you just got to give him one more year, Dave. But that's what I mean. <laughs> it's good fuck. But apart from that, like the experience, I'm still enjoying it. I think as a competitive game, I would. I can't play it alone. I no. don't know how people play it alone. It's definitely a community-style game. You've got to play it with friends, and you've got to enjoy it um, like that. But yeah, we've been playing that. But like I said. In my downtime, seeing as I can't play anything until Red Dead comes out, I'm playing Prison Ar- Architect, and it's uh, really addictive. Oh, good really for you, Dave. A game right on my street, so yeah. Well, what have you been playing, Gareth? Well, you know, what haven't no I haven't. No Man's Sky. <laughs> no, I haven't played that since the last podcast, I don't think. Fucking hell. I know. Uh, which, I which, that, that was a long time ago, to be fair, that last podcast. Um, so it's about four weeks, yeah. Yeah. So since then, I've played a lot of Dead Cells. Uh, yeah. Dead Cells made a bit of a splash a couple of weeks ago when it came out. Everyone played it for like a few days, raved about it, and then moved on to something else. Uh, yeah. But I was playing that for like a week and a half, pretty solidly. Really fun game. I got up to very hard mode, um, which took me like 48 hours of playing the game to beat it on hard <laughs> mode. Yeah. But yeah, that that's a game that I will come back to for like two, three hours every now and then, and it's just yeah. gonna still be as good every time. <clears throat> I, I feel like if people want to know about Dead Cells, they already do. Yeah, because it was covered months ago <laughs> uh, by all the other websites that are more successful than us. Uh, <laughs> so, audio podcast right. with a higher listening base. <laughs> yes, um, but the other game yeah. I've been playing is Dying Light. Oh yeah, which I want to recommend to you specifically, Dave. Oh yeah, I know already. I've got it, and I've been um, I've been trying to play it cooperatively with my brother, but it's just dying to death. So I ah. said, once I've got, once I've got time, and I'm talking like you know next half term because I work mm. in schools. You do. You sit there and go, that's definitely a game in which I'm just going to commit to single player and complete because I played about an hour and a half of it on my own when my mm. brother lost internet connection. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's a different experience. And I was like, 
you know what? This is this is addictive. <laughs> it is. It's very addictive. I have been playing it co-op with a friend of mine. We've been playing like three hours a day for about two weeks now. Um, it's the the kind of game that where you earn XP by doing the thing. So it, the main way you get around the yeah. city is by free running. And every time you jump over something or you climb up a wall or you jump off a zombie's head, you get experience. So you're just constantly getting new skills and getting better and better and better at everything. Your combat has its own XP um, and then you're getting XP for doing quests as well. So you're just constantly getting new stuff. It's it's like if you're talking like, you know, carrot on a stick, it's one yeah. of the better examples of that I've played uh, in recent memory. Um, it's it's rubbish. It's a bad game and great at the same time because I find it I find it endlessly frustrating, and I think that's it. It's one of those games where if you go into something unprepared, you know that you're going to probably die. Um, right. But but the game also pushes you into situations that it knows it's not you. It's not prepared for. And it's almost like it purposely guides you in that direction. So, like, if I'm running away from um, a mission and you just go, oh, there's some really hard zombies over there. I wouldn't go that way. Oh, I lied. There's an explosion over there. You, you're going to have to now. Yeah. And I think it it's kind of one of those things where you just go, oh, for fuck's sake. And so, yeah, I think that's where the frustration comes in. I mean, just like, I wish you would just, just let me get past. Stop, Stop killing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think it is intentional because you start yeah, that's what I mean. It's, that game it's too coincidental to be you know yeah, to be non-intentional. You don't have that many like moves available to you. You you don't have a lot of the skills that you gain later in the game. But it means that after you've played the game for about twelve hours, you are just soaring across rooftops. You're gliding past zombies. You're killing them with ease. You you feel really powerful after that yeah. initial like you weather the storm basically that the game's throwing at you you're feeling like oh shit this place is swarming with zombies and I, all I can do is basically just about get over this building to the next one And but then by yeah. a few hours in you're just gliding across the, the rooftops and it becomes almost a different game um, the play in the game is great the story is absolutely terrible the writing is atrocious Um <laughs> It's, it doesn't know what it wants the to be. The side missions are just fucking dreadful. Like, so, like, the beyond the most laziest side missions ever. Because you can guarantee that you've just spent about 15 minutes trying to get to this side mission. And he's defo going to ask you to get a bit for his radio, wife, <laughs> as in medical, um, food, or drink, or drugs. And you can guarantee that that part is on the other side of the city where you just came from. Guaranteed. And you sit and just go, fucking great. So you've got to now traverse back there, and you've got to traverse back again. And it's, yeah, like you said. Yeah. It's got, it's, this is lazy. It's compounded by the fact that getting there and back is still fun. That, that's part yeah, of the carrot. I think that's it. Is yeah. that, you know, you're always reaching for the next carrot, but also, like, the <laughs> reaching is actually enjoyable as well. Yeah. Um, but you sit there and go blah 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 yeah I don't care what you're talking about let me just run and gain more XP thank you very much bye and that's what you kind of like you just said just start fucking the voice acting can be dreadful as well it's the voice acting is terrible um, <laughs> the writing is terrible 
the tone of the game goes back and forth so abruptly. The the to- overall tone of the game is very like down and sad and like all these people in this city have just Long. been left to die basically and it's horrible. But occasionally it'll throw in some like um Dead Rising style thing where like somebody's gone insane and they're speaking crazy at you and oh isn't this character crazy and it's like yeah, but the mum just told me a kid got locked in a basement by a pedophile over there why are you <laughs> yeah. why are you being like such a wacky yeah. crazy character like it doesn't yeah. know i yeah i had that where like yeah like you said there was a there were the twins like the mechanic twins and they were talking about how how they had to um pretty much lock their dad out of a house and watch him get like devoured by these zombies and it's really solemn and then like next to it is a side mission where it's like a crazy wacky sergeant who wants to uh <laughs> who's got like, this 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 wacky plan to use his pyrotechnic skills to uh to scare off all the zombies yeah and lo and behold he blows himself up and you sit there and just go that seems really out of place to the solemn mood i just left in this camp where these people told their awful awful death story where they had to sacrifice their own dad and then this guy is like super funny and yeah. I was like, oh, I don't it's, know how it's this land. Very strange, and it doesn't it doesn't work at all. Um, but it kind of contributes to this overall feeling of like a B movie. Um, yeah. So I think it's got a lot of charm in that way, where you look past a lot of the faults because it it is so charming. Yeah. And it really picks up uh, around halfway in. They introduce you to a, a new area, which I guess they were talking about in the story, but I wasn't really paying attention. So when it happened, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this came out of nowhere. And my friend was like, no, they've been telling us about this area for like a while. No, no, no yeah, they've been talking about <laughs> opening these gates for quite literally six hours. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, I just didn't realise. <laughs> and it seems like um, that area is much more um, evenly written. The performances seem to improve the new characters you meet. So it's really weird. It sort of stacks up the bad right out the gate but then if you push past yeah. that you get to like just a really good game uh, it's just really weird to push past and the music which if we hadn't yeah, interviewed time, time again. Pavel Blaschak on the podcast the composer of Dying Light Soundtrack uh, look for that episode in the past episode section of the website um, you're going to scroll back quite a far yeah. <laughs> quite a way uh, I would still it's worth it. I would still comment how good the music was even if we hadn't interviewed the composer for the yeah. game because it's Really, really strong. It, it, it is one of the things, like, and like I said before, because I usually play it co-op. Like, I'm always having the headset on, and I said the sound design in the game is so terrifyingly engulfing. Like, honest to God, when you have like a headset on, and like you can hear in the background, like zombies, especially at night, so like screechers or something, like yeah. in the background, and like. It generally does bring me some anxiety, and like even little things like they're always oh, sneaking to this base at night, and you're like, okay then, and then you can hear a zombie behind you, and so you do a quick turn, and he's not there, yeah, and then you're like, oh okay then, so you turn back around to see the door, and he's there, and you're like, oh shit, and it generally does like the sound, the sound just makes it, uh, yeah, it's very strong. music, and it is so good, and it is the one thing that, like I said, like playing co-op cooperative. You're chatting halfway through it, yeah. And I think I missed that. And as soon as I played it single player, I was just like, "This is so engulfing." Like it feels like I'm genuinely in this, you know, world. Yeah. Like yeah. these zombies, I can hear them. I can hear them tripping over. Like their their unique movements and patterns. 
um, yeah, it just makes it. It, it, like, it speaks volumes about the game as well that it works as that sort of atmospheric piece for you, mm-hmm. single player. But then me playing co-op with my friend, it's just a shitload of fun to play. Like we're making up races, just oh, who can yeah. get to the place first? Because we're just free running across rooftops or he'll get grabbed by a zombie and I'll like jump off a roof and throw something in the air to <laughs> save him like just it's just so much fun to play around with that game um, yeah I can see I think, why like I said, Rob I raved about get... it like a year and a half ago <laughs> yeah I need to get past the uh, initial grind as it were um, to get past all the training missions to get through all of the initial like I, I think like you said before that like, you hit the nail on the head that the story is so Almost cringeworthy. Yeah. That you sit there and just go, oh god, I, I can't be bothered to listen to this shit cutscene that <laughs> I can't skip. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of a drag. And you sit there and it's like, can I just get back to, like, I just want to get better at the game, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like player skill, it's quite literally like character skill. You're like, my yeah. character literally hasn't got the skills yet, which is hilarious because you sit there and just go, you, you start off as a, um, like an SAS operative don't you yeah so he's like top ranking soldier in like the u.s army so he's like the equivalent of being like rambo pretty much but then he he fucks himself up completely <laughs> within the first like two minutes of the game so you as a player just lose all confidence in your own fucking character because you're just like do you just blag it are you sure you're a soldier <laughs> because you can't even use a fucking parachute and then she said oh don't get bitten by a zombie so instantly he gets bitten by a fucking zombie <laughs> and like, he's going oh god this is so cliched and it's so bad um, and then like you're almost frustrated that he can't run and jump as fast as you expect him to and like so there is that like you said that carrot to be like if you do it more he gets better quicker so yeah you just want to skip all the cutscenes and you just want to keep getting better by fighting zombies yeah so um well it's just just a very very good game that I'm kind of annoyed I missed out on when it first came out but yeah I get to talk about it now and admit that I was an idiot for not playing it sooner well you know as long as you can admit it (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's been that's it right well happy days and uh yeah, that's it for this week's podcast. So, uh, well, I say this week's, probably this month's podcast. Um, so, I'm in Leeds next weekend Ooh. Um, at a convention in Leeds. So, I'm oh, looking shit. forward to that. People can actually find you. I know. Genuine. They won't. Um, <laughs> they won't. Uh, because they don't know what the fuck I look like. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm probably gonna be able to podcast after that so yeah cool hopefully in the f- near future I get a PlayStation and I can start raving about games that everyone already knows that are good so yeah look forward to that I will <laughs> look forward to that annoyance but yeah until next time Gav until have a lovely time. evening I will try and my I'll, best yeah and I shall speak soon you will bye 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 bye